0: Good afternoon, Patriots, and happy Good Friday to everybody. It is Friday, April 15th in the year 2022. It's going to be an interesting Easter Sunday. And I'm saying this to dial it up because there's already the the crazies trying to link this sacred day to 17, we know what that is, and to Easter Sunday, which is just ridiculous. But anyway. So we will go, but it is a glorious day. We are in a time, as we know, of a deep reflection, and it's time to really be aware and awake of all that's going on. And there's a lot that has happened over this past year with this injection and the many that have taken their walk into trusting in a needle rather than putting their faith in God. And for that, there's going to have to be a lot of prayers. And leading up to this weekend, obviously, we have the whole week of the news of the, the research that uh, Dr. Brian Artist has dropped, which has started its own stir. And it's it's really an interesting thing because when you look at the magnitude of truth, when you look at something that's on target, uh, something as truth, you have to look at the... You can judge it by the measures of response. And when you start to look at visceral responses from people, both in terms of hate and, and uh, interest, you know that something very deep is stirring within people's subconscious and within people's souls. I truly believe that what has been dropped here by Dr. Artis has shaken people pretty deeply because they're, if what he has said is even partially, accurate which i think a lot of it is that means that people have willfully accepted in their bodies the seed of the serpent through that injection which is going to be very hard for people to process and there's always a way through that but it's going to take and it's going to take a true repentance i think the greatest thing here that is is the irony of all of this is that all along all it has been is to literally trust in jesus trust in jesus and if anything should shake people up, when you start to realize that it, it looks like there's venom in these injections, that the proteins were derived from that, synthesized from the venom, just think about that for a minute. That all along, this is like this goes back to Moses and, the, and looking up at the, at, the, at the snakes on the cross. So in healing people, right, after they were bitten, This is very interesting to me because it's, the answer isn't in the medical community. It's not there, it's in the trust in Christ in everything that we do. And I think that's gonna be the hardest, one of the hardest awakening pieces people have to face. Is that from the very beginning, they're gonna have to confront the fact that if they took this injection, that they succumbed to the illusions and deceptions of fear and they were misled and that they walked into a trap of literally the serpent trying to put its seed within people. It's pretty it's pretty heavy in the end. But there is some good news, at least, on a lot of different fronts. Take a listen to this.
1: There's good news in the midst of all the bad news. Yeah, of course we have this challenge with inflation and what's happening with the, the soaring prices of everything. But you know the good news is? That is the misery index of the average American suddenly comes home as they're looking at the gas pumps and they're, and they're, they're staring at the, uh, the reality of what Biden's policies have done. And by the way, they're not buying the fact that this is Putin's price hike on gas. They're plainly parking this with this president and this administration. That means that the the index of pain is coming home. The It's almost like all the citizens of Egypt are chafing under the plagues that Pharaoh has brought upon them and they're beginning to convert in masses to join a backlash movement, a populist uprising, and it's happening.
0: Let's hope that that populist u- uprising puts Christ at its center. That will make the big difference. But it is true. I mean, people are having to suffer a pain right now. And it is as in in Exodus, people are having to suffer these pains to awaken, to finally feel the courage or need to leave the, the, the matrix, or in that sense, Pharaoh's kingdom. This is a time when the pain that we all are sharing through the many different aspects, whether it's economic, emotional, family splits, uh, the whole thing is at the end of the day, is going to divide people as they need to. It will separate the wheat from the chaff. You are either going to stand with Christ and with God on one side or you are going to walk in the darkness. And there isn't going to be a middle ground here. People keep thinking they can play both sides and that's going to be stripped away very quickly. There's no room for middle grounds. You have to make a decision on where you're going to sit, and that makes certain people feel uncomfortable because they feel like it's polarization or we're advocating anger or division. We're not. It's simply. It's very tr- simple. You're going to walk with Jesus and walk with Christ in a unity path, or you're going to walk in the darkness of yourself and this world of scarcity and pain, which is what they want you to be. And in between there, God's already dropped the sword to the world. So it's 11 minutes after the hour let's pray father we come to you very humbly today just in celebration of this day humbled by this day of this day of good friday in the memory of all that was sacrificed for us and all the deceit that was placed upon your son from the deceit of judas to the entire kangaroo court that was placed Jesus was placed in front of to the punishments that were ensued to the sacrifice that was made. Father, we're just deeply reminded on how everyone turned against him; that no one had the courage to stand with him. If there's one lesson that we should learn now, it's that need to truly trust in you and to stand strong, even when it's against the tide, even when it's against all odds. We sp- like to celebrate the victory of Christ over death, but too often I think we miss the deep points of that lesson, Father, which is that all that was given was in part because no one had the will or courage to stand. Father, in this time when we have so much before us and so much challenge before us, we need strong people. We need people, children that can have the will, the spine, the trust in you to stand up to this evil, to speak the truths of what is true and what is wrong. To be able to be bold, to not be able to not to constantly trying to pander one way or another at the at the mercy of our love and faith in you, but instead to stand boldly in what faith means, to stand solidly on that rock of faith. To understand that there's lines that we cannot cross that there is such a thing as sin and to accept that and to embrace that as as a place we won't walk and to call it out in others as it happens. Father, in this time, there is a constant churning of the events. And when we look at our political leaders and people keep looking to these leaders to try to solve their problems and be saved by these people, just let their hearts be open to realize that there's only one Savior. And there is only one path, and that is through Christ to you, Father. And we just need to be constantly reminded of that, and reminded of our duty each and every day as we get up to remember all that was sacrificed for us, that and the the pain and the the work that went into destroying your Son. For this time and where we are now, we have deviated so far from that path of and so far from that obedience to that. As we now walk in this way of an awakening, let us continue to keep our eyes on Jesus. Let us continue to keep our eyes on that path of what you've offered us, to continue to build the fellowship, to build our trust in you, to keep the memory alive of what what was done, to keep the memory alive of the betrayals so that we don't forget, so that we always remember what it takes to have the strength to stand in front of evil. This evil is truly deep. And it is an evil that constantly tries to deceive and to lead away. And we find that when truths are put before people now, that we have become once again very established in what we want to hear and the stories that make us feel good and comfortable. And yet we know that the deeper truths are the ones that really shake the heart. So we continue to pray for the revelations of truth, the dark side of truth, not the ones we want to hear, but also the ones that open up our eyes to really allow us eyes to see. And to remind us of just how simple this walk has always been, to place our trust in you, to seek that salvation through Christ, to continually seek that and pursue that in every breath and every step we take. Not to get lazy, not to get convenient or complacent, but instead to constantly seeking that renewal and that revival of that strength in our Lord Jesus to continue to walk boldly in this time with the courage to truly establish the power of what that is to walk with Christ on this earth, to have the light shine through us, to literally have others recognize that light in us, not just by what we say, but how we live and how we walk. What a profound statement in honor of of Christ, Lord! If we can truly walk in such a way that others see that in us, that that comes through us in our presence, and so let us be blessed with that intent. Let us be blessed with that action. That we will continue to lead in our neighborhoods, in our in our communities, to reach out, to be that walk as much as we can, to walk in that in that light of Christ, to break bread, to build impossible bridges to trust in you to do just that sort of thing. Because now, Lord, more than ever, we have to build bridges. And while we, in order to do that, we have to know who we are. This isn't about, about us being told how to be one, think one way or another, but it's us pursuing that beautiful and intimate love with you that you can guide us and awaken within us the gifts and talents to guide us as each one has his measure to give and to be participant in their communities because you've created a perfect army. You've created a perfect time and place for this army to rise. And no matter where we are, it's where you need us. So let us embrace our lives as they are, as, they, as the magnificent gift that you've given them to, for us to truly embrace the station where we are in life, that whatever we have in life. All the things that you've provided are as it should be let us celebrate that. Let us celebrate life itself and all the glory that's around us. And let us step away from the narratives that are trying to tell us otherwise. Just step away from the, the, the ugliness of trying to cause damage, whether it's to the children, our elderly, to our lives. Let us just put our true focus and heart in you and on Christ. And as we do that, let, we will know the path. It will be clear. So, Father, on this day, we just are so humbled by all that was truly sacrificed for us, the sacrifice of, our, of your son for us, an, an appreciation of, of, of a love that it's hard for us to even comprehend. It is a love that is never ending. And so with that, we pray for the many that are still walking in the darkness, that they can be touched by that power of Jesus, that can be brought over to walk in this path, to leave that darkness and that place of fear, and to truly walk solidly on that foundation of faith. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. There's the one part of that story that always just gets me, and it's always that piece, which is how many denied Christ and betrayed him. That probably weighs heavier on me than most things. And I, I don't, just wash that story over by saying, "Well, we were forgiven for our sins. We failed," and it, and it's something that we have to look very deeply at with all of us. That we need to be asking ourselves and challenging ourselves to be greater than that. I want you to listen to this short piece. It was in the show Yellowstone. It's very apropos to today.
2: Look at you guys. I thought moving the class outside for a day would get you off your phones, but you're still staring at your tiny screens. Liking photos of people you've never met, commenting on their lives, so they comment on yours. Do you have any idea what's happening in the world you live in? Do you think that the photo on your screen has anything to do with that world? The world you live in is slowly shrinking. There's a tiny group of men who are buying it and stripping it naked and selling you what they extract. They're raping your world and selling you what they take. I mean, they sell you the water you drink, the air you breathe, and you line up for it like sheep. They will kill your brother and steal your child and pollute everything you love. And you'll never notice because you're so hypnotized by a world that doesn't exist.
0: Sadly, that commentary by a show of fiction is probably more real than anything you're ever going to hear on the news. That was the show Yellowstone. So this is a one of these very powerful moments. Where it's, a, it's a timely reminder of just all of what our world is and what it must be, not what they want it to be our world has increasingly become consumed with the, the stories from social media, the interaction through social media. And it's a place where so many are still floating around, even unaware that many of which, much of what they interact with is artificial intelligence or avatars that are created by artificial intelligence. It's not a real world, and it's intended to be that. That's Satan's world, the world of deception. To, to lure people in, to keep them divided, to provide them with emotional responses to things that aren't even true, the constant tr- churning and churning of things. And you know, People are trying right now to reconcile, I've, there's things like, you know, you look back at the, the racial fights and the, the division that happened in the 60s and they're looking forward now and they're asking like, how did we get here again? We got here again because the masters of the of the show did it again and because we were so foolish, we followed them again. We didn't turn deeper to Christ. We didn't turn deeper to the wisdom of Father, but instead we once again, we have our moments and we We come together and then we turn our eyes back on the news. We turn our eyes back on the material things. We turn our eyes on the new promises of get rich quick schemes, whether it's Bitcoin or some sort of crypto. We're constantly looking for solutions in a world created by devious men. And we expect somehow in that outcome to get a miracle. I'll tell you, if I was sitting on the top of the throne looking at people, I'd be like, you want a miracle? I'll give you one. You're going to go deeper into hell because you keep trusting in the wrong idol. We need to really be focused on where our eyes are in this time, where we focus each and every day, that steady walk with Christ, and it's very steady. It's not emotional. It's not up and down like a roller coaster. We have to keep our feet truly grounded in the beauty of what all God is providing. And it really goes back to the simple act of sowing seeds. And here's the irony when you think about this last week, Because you've heard me speak of this and sowing seeds in both the metaphor, the spiritual metaphor, and the physical act. But isn't it interesting that of what we are learning now that Satan was literally trying to embed his seed in people through this injection. This is a war of seeds. This is a war of sowing seeds. And in that deepest part right there, we're coming to a realization that what Father has given us is the power to sow seeds to rebuild the world, sow the seeds of the love of Christ, sow the seeds in your garden. It's biblical in the truest and simplest sense, and yet it's not simple at all. It's profound. And those that have walked away from that, that have stepped into that place of fear, are now apparently facing a reality that... They may have the seed of the serpent within them. What irony that is fear is the ultimate corrupter and when we have fear we don't we lack the very strength to stand up and be strong and truthful. I don't know what the motivation was of so many people denying Christ but what I reflect on is... The fear of the Romans and the fear of the punishment was greater than their trust in God. That should be a lesson we all take. A lesson we all take deeply in our lives, that we have to overcome any fears and have so much trust in God that no matter what befalls us, no matter what comes at us, we'll be fine, that we will never deviate. And it's not really a task as much as it is an expectation because of what was sacrificed for us to be here, what was sacrificed for us to achieve life, to forgive our sins. That was immense. And it doesn't go without, it doesn't come for free. We have a task to do here, a task to live that way, a task to occupy the land, a task to expand the kingdom, a task to share the word and to do so in a time right now that's most critical when the enemy's not sleeping, for all the rhetoric going around about how they're on their heels and they're panicked, okay, but they're still moving. They're still big. They aren't really slowing down. If you question that, What? just follow the economics of this thing. They aren't making any more inroads into growing more food. They're shutting those sources down. They're not making any more inroads into providing more energy. They're shutting those systems down. And those that are deceived are literally waving the flag of their own demise. That's what's most amazing, is they're celebrating this. They're celebrating the demise of markets. They're just celebrating the demise of of, petroleum products. They're celebrating the demise of big agriculture without any forethought as to how that will consequence will affect them. And yet God's working in the most amazing ways here, because as this system tries to shake itself and and go to a great reset, God is opening this amazing path to us, which is showing us a way of distributed abilities that each of us has to take that responsibility in our lives to be accountable, to be strong, to stand true, to start growing the garden, bringing the love of Christ into the center of our homes, to take accountability for our children, what we earn, how how we work, and our own health. All of these things are happening right now. And if we're listening and we're watching, it's the most amazing gift we've ever been given. And that is a gloriful gift to have and an awareness to have going into this weekend. So I hope you all have a very blessed Easter weekend and very blessed Good Friday. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
2: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty.